Welcome back to the Stupidest Podcast. This is your host, Justin Van Deventer, and with me is that other host, the main guy. Not the main guy, but one of the main guys. The other host of this podcast, that bald-headed, bearded son of a bitch. You know who I'm talking about. His name is Justin Rademacher. What's up, buddy? How are you doing, man? Not too bad. How are you? Good. I just had my my first day at the new job today, so that was kind of neat. Yeah. Nice. You liking it so far? Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty good. I uh, haven't really. I'm learning a lot. Um, I haven't been able to like start start the job, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, my email hasn't been um, set up yet, so I'm still kind of waiting on that. And then uh, all the other programs and stuff that we're gonna have to get on my computer eventually. Um, we'll have to get that up and running, but. Yeah. Um, learning about the materials and the the different stones and um, different things that people can use for their countertops. So I'm learning all that stuff, which is kind of neat. Nice. And uh, yeah, I'm just gonna keep going. I'm gonna have my uh, my first day alone next week, so that'll be interesting. There you go. Now I'm working a Saturday by myself next week, so it'll be fun. That quick, huh? Oh, yeah. Yep. They're throwing me in. <laughs> Sink or swim, baby. Yep, exactly. So nice. I'll be, I think I'll, by that time, I'll be at least up to, up to par that I can at least help people. If yeah. not, I can always uh, let them know that the other guys will be in on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so but. I- yeah, other than that, just, yeah, I uh, actually started posting on TikTok. I saw that. Yeah, that my first video that has already over 2,000 views. Really? Yeah. Nice job, dude. So I, I'm really proud of that, and I just posted my second video today. That one's doing pretty decent already, so. There we go. I'm doing Roddy's joke of the day every other day-ish. Is what I, call it. I like it. So nice. I'm gonna post a video, post a video of a joke every other day. Uh, hopefully every day if I can. I just wanted I, I put every other day ish so that way I'm not obligated. <laughs> nice, I like it. Don't need to put the pressure on myself. Right. But, That's good, man. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, I played a little bit of disc golf. I'm gonna. Do some more comedy coming up. I did another uh, Dat Fan show this last week. I'll do another one this Friday. So kind of a lot going on. I'm just constantly doing something, which is good. I really enjoy it. Good. So how about you? What's what's new with you? <sighs> not much. Work, work, and more work. Um, what about work? How's Are you getting your work in? Well... <sighs> been kind of skeptic because of the freaking snow no snow yeah that's true but uh we actually got some this weekend so i kind of went out in the middle of the night on saturday okay so is that is that a good thing just so that way because now it like you know you got work coming uh it's good for my boss i mean i'm getting paid yeah either way but it's good for him because now he's getting money coming in or extra money coming in you know there you go so, it's good for the company. Yep. So, yeah, um, other than that, oh, had some sad news today. What's the sad news? I put bogey down today. What? Yeah. 
I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Yep. Dang. Was it something that happened or just? He's just, he wasn't, hasn't been doing very well. Okay. His back legs are gone. He can't walk hardly. He didn't have control Dang. of his bowels. Dad was having to carry him, carry him up and down the stairs. And he's not exactly Damn. a small dog to be doing that, you know? Yeah. And Dad's not really sorry, a man. young guy to be doing that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so they put him down. Mom. Was a sad day. Yeah. Mom lost it. I shy bet. So. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get to see Gracie to tell her about it, really, but, mm. you know, that was kind of her dog, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Um, other than that, let's see. Oh, got a new bowling ball. Nice. Oh, yeah, you, you did talk about that. Remember, I asked what's, what it smells like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it smells like blueberries to me. Blueberries, nice. Yeah, so, you gonna make any waffles with it? <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> so, um, other than that, not much, man. It's been going pretty good. That's good. What's uh, what's going on tonight? Tonight we have a guest episode. What? Uh, who's our guest? It would be my girlfriend, Carrie Lazarino. Yeah. There you go. I'm excited for this episode, dude. Yeah, this, this is, is, is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot different than what we've normally done. Yeah, and it's a different way of us asking questions, too. Yeah, this is going to be a completely different style episode for us. Yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I'm actually taking over the entire first half of the episode, and then you're going to take the back end of the episode. So I'm going to get the, all the... The get to know our guest questions, and then you're going to take the topic hour questions. Yep. So, you ready to get into this? Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's introduce our, our our guest. Hey there, hey. <laughs> hey, how's hey. It going? I feel like I feel like I should be looking at you a little bit. Oh well, can't really see you. We're we're, we're adjusting we the zoom so I can see you. There we go. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? It's going. How about how about there? Good. I'm mm. glad to have you on the podcast. Are you excited? Yeah, kind of. A little nervous, but yeah, a no, little nervous. That's okay. I'm I'm always nervous. I mean, I look who my who my guest host is, my, <laughs> my co-host is. Hey, whoa, 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 <laughs> the main guy. Oh, oh, my other my other main host. Right. Sorry, oh my, my other main host. He gets nervous because he knows that I got to carry him the whole time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, I told Justin, I was like, it's going to be weird. Like, I feel like this is not like your guys' normal stuff. And so, like, what if people don't like it or whatever? They get mad or it makes them sad. And he's like, well, you should listen to our first episode. So I've been bad. I have yet to listen to any episodes. No, so, that's no, so we bad. don't have like a regular because we always go off topic and yeah. we always talk about a lot of a lot of different subjects. So yes. Like, we've had a lot of guests on that like you wouldn't expect on the stupidest podcast. Yeah. So right. Um, we've had a lot of people that go against the grain of stupid podcasts. They're <laughs> they're very smart people. 
And I, I expect this episode to be one of those kind of episodes. It'll be interesting. I already told Justin, like, you know, you might see me cry a little. So I'm hoping okay. I don't. Um, I haven't really talked about yeah. this, that we're going to, some of the stuff we're going to talk about in a while publicly. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Just feel what you feel comfortable sharing. I don't want you to like overshare if you don't want to. Like, this is not one of those podcasts. This is just something that we want to. Yeah. Get to know you about, like, get to know about you. For and sure. uh, So that's going to be what we're going to do for the first hour is get to know you. Okay. Um, and then we're going to kind of get into to that other stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, with Bandy. So he's going to get all that. We got our loon clock in the background. Oh, so my I, God. I was like, was that a coyote? <laughs> <laughs> that's the famous loon clock. People, oh. People comment about that. Really? Yeah. I guess if I would be yep. listening, I would know. <laughs> I'm going to go back and listen to them all now. <laughs> I'm a terrible yeah, girlfriend. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, sweet. Well, I, I'm going to ask my first question then. Okay. So, so what do you do for a living? So I am a licensed cosmetologist. Um, so um, and barber trained, I will say that. So, um, yeah. So I do hair in a nutshell. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how long have you been doing that? Um, I've been doing hair since roughly 1993. Um, my high school offered a program similar to here in Minnesota, the, where you can like leave at like lunch hour and go to wherever. And so I went to beauty college that way. So I left high school early and then, um, went and did hair. And then after graduation of high school, took a gap year and then went back and then got licensed. So been doing hair for, I think it's like 25 or 26 years, which is weird. Cause I'm only 29. So do the math. That's yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you guys don't have that where it's like the little drum? Oh, I do. I oh, do, do you? Oh, okay. You'll add that in? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Come on. <laughs> Can I cuss on here or no? Yeah. Okay, get your shit together. <laughs> Dude, Roddy, she's been doing hair for so long, she could do yours in like seconds. A hundred percent, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you noticed, I did I, mine yesterday. Yeah. I'm looking at the beard though. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, I would like to mess did- with, Yes. Yeah, she yeah, can mess I'll let with you do my beard. I would love that. I would. You just got to get your ass down here, though. You just always yes. have to stay up uh, there. I do. I I do want to keep the length. Can you okay. keep the length and just 100%. make it look pretty? Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah, All right. That is going to be. I'm coming down. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a little bit. I got a pretty busy week this week. Um, but I can come down maybe within the month or so. For sure, I leave for Mexico at the end of the month. So if you get down here before, get out here before then, then. I can do it otherwise. Got to catch me after my trip. Yeah. Well, uh, I was actually going to follow you on your trip. I was going to have you do it during the trip. (laughs) And that would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) She's doing it like beachside (laughs) or poolside. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That would be fun. I tried to get Justin to go, but, you know, he's going bowling. And so he can't, like, come with me. Can't do two vacations. Uh, Yeah. He has the big one in Las Vegas. So he is not going. So I'm taking my 13-year-old son. (laughs) Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't worry. I'll I'll keep an eye on him on the bowling trip, though. Oh, I'll be, I'll be there with him. Oh, well, newsflash, I might be joining you guys out there. I might just, like, pop in for the two days, so. Nice. Well, I'll keep yeah. an eye on both of you, then. There <laughs> you go. Yes, it should be fun, yeah. Although I made him a sweatshirt. Might... Oh, go on. Nice. No. I might need you guys to babysit me one night. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, we'll hold, we'll hold your hair back, but, you know. <laughs> I'll split your beard. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
All right. So what is your favorite thing to do outside of work? Like, do you have any hobbies that you like to do? Oh, goodness. Um, I just love to be outside. I'm a California girl. So anytime I could be outside enjoying the sun, um, that makes me happy. I would love to say I love to hike, um, but there's no hills or mountains in Minnesota. Um, but yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like to paddleboard. I forgot. Um, but sometimes Ooh. I just like lay on the paddleboard and lay out. I don't really paddle because it's exercise. <laughs> I don't like to exercise much. I like to pretend. <laughs> Yeah. Well, as long as you're like on the water, I think that oh, yeah. counts. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's I'll, fun. Taking a nap on a paddleboard, that counts as paddleboarding. Yes. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. You just got to drop your anchor because otherwise you end up in the area that you're not sure and then you got to paddle back, which is exercise. It's just no good. It's no I know good. That, like paddleboards had anchors. Yeah. No, you, you go to the Walmart and you get like a rope <laughs> and uh, yeah, and you get the anchor. <laughs> You <laughs> like the, uh, so, I, know, I know. Yeah. yeah they don't come so with it. Not, You're just, you got to make yeah, sure. You got to, yeah. You, no, you really, you you know, yeah. You get the anchor and then you attach it onto your board. Yeah. Because I've, I, I, I tried to do that with my wakeboard, but it didn't work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it'll work. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, was, I, was, I also tried to take a nap on my wakeboard while I was being towed by the boat, but doesn't that sound didn't like work it. either. Yeah, I doubt <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, water up the schnozola. Oh, and water up went up more than this, the schnozola. I believe it. That's <laughs> how oh, he lost cool. his hair. Uh, so, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you said California. Yes. Um, obviously, I, I'm a I'm a huge Rams fan. Are you, okay. do you like the Rams at all? Um, no. Um, you know, we kind of have quite a few. NFL teams out there, you know, so, um, uh, of course I, I know and the, the Rams are fairly new. Obviously they mm. were like back in like, I think 94 is when they moved to St. Louis, but I just didn't know. Yeah. No, had any connection. Or... Nope. Um, ironically, this is going to like really kill any, I don't even know if I should say it because like everybody here loves Minnesota Vikings. So if I told you the team that like, I kind of like, I think you're going to lose followers. So I'm just going to zip it. I'm not even going to say anything. Um, Dude, she's, an it, e- she's an Eagles fan. Don't. I know. She likes the, the Eagles. Yeah. And the Chiefs. That's and okay. the Chiefs. So both my boys love the Eagles and the Chiefs. So I've been to one Eagles game and then I've been to a preseason Vikings game. So, yeah. yeah. I guess I haven't been to the Chiefs game. So. Then you're, the rest of your family. Yeah. The rest of your family is like Raiders. Raiders family. and 49ers. Yeah. It's like split down the middle. So I still have all, all yeah. the family back home. And so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I like half of your family. If yes. I like oh. the Raiders family. <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to say the other one. 49ers are against the Rams. Oh, yeah, they're, gotcha. they're in the same division mm-hmm. as the Rams. So I, I, oh. I have to hate the 49ers. Okay. So it's wait, the Rams blood. are where now? Sorry. St. Louis? Los Angeles. Oh, they're oh. LA. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So wait, what's your, yeah. do you, do you have ties to them or that's just like, it's just been his team. No, I've just, team. I've just been a fan since I was like 10 years old. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. That's why I asked. I've been a Rams fan my whole life and oh. anybody, if anybody ever mentions like California, yeah. I always ask about the Rams. And then if anybody, uh, uh, mentions St. Louis, I also talk to them about the Rams. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Neither. Not, uh, not, yeah. well, that, that, she's not a okay. big football fan, as, though. I'm not, yeah, you're not a 49er fan. We're cool, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you had my mom over here, she'd be like, you know, definitely 
talking about her <laughs> Joe Montana and Jerry Rice and how they used to go and do all the little, you know, tailgating parties and see them and wave to them. So she would she would be ripping it up. She loves those guys. So uh, yeah, I'd love to have a conversation with her about that. That'd be fun. Yeah, we could yeah. we should, we could roast each other the whole time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, my mom's really funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good old Carol. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I already know uh, the answer to this one, but okay. uh, just so our listeners know. Sure. Um, so do you have any kids? I do. Um, I have four. Yeah, I have um, four or two girls and two boys. So 13, 21, 23, and 25 years nice. old of kids. Yeah. And a granddaughter, a seven-year-old granddaughter, too. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so my next question, who's the favorite? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. That is so funny because they actually all know. They know where they are in the lineup, which is so – So, okay, let me ask Justin. So, okay, babe, now you know me. Where? How does it go? What's the lineup? Well, I know it's Aunt, Aunt's one, Anthony's one, and then Maddie's two, Riley three, and then – Oh, no, you you made you mis- – Oh, no. You Lope. made a mistake. So, I can't, I can't say it. I cannot confirm – I can't deny. That is a denial. Oh. But if I say, if yeah. I confirm it, then if they listen to this, we're screwed. But they, that is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> that is not correct. Well, low is higher. Right? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. I just, I, I don't yeah, I, I just, I just know Anthony's one. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll go to the next question. Okay. Go it's, for it. very, it's very similar. Sure. Um, b- besides Justin. Yeah. Do you have any other pets? <laughs> um, I do. I have Jax Ryder, who is um, right here next to us. Jax? Jack, Jack. Um, he's a Morky. And um, he's so funny. My girls um, bought him or adopted him like four or five years ago. I think he's five years old now. So they adopted him whenever. And then they got their own apartment. And they left Jax with me. And so he's been my dog ever since they left. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And he's a, he's so sweet. He thinks he's like 150 pounds, but he's only like 15. <laughs> dude, he, get, he tries to get in fights with every Everybody. big dog. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that dog is going to kill you in like two bites. <laughs> yeah. He's got like little, little man's complex. Mm-hmm. Like he's got a big truck, you know, and getting out in four foot 11. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So your dog, your dog has a, a truck with truck nuts on it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But he's a lover. Right. He's a good kid. He's a good dog. Yeah. yeah. Do you like? Do you plan on ever having any more dogs? Pets? Any more pets? Yeah. Um, I would love a golden retriever. Another one. But she and knows we're gonna get a Rottweiler. We're so not getting a Rottweiler <laughs> at all. Not at all. I think they're ugly, and they're stupid. And let me just pre- and let me explain why. Years ago, there was this um this this man Tom that like was one of our neighbors, and he had. A um, what do you call him, a Rottweiler? We he had a Rottweiler, and my mom and I would be at the river with Tom and his the friends and everybody, and we're at the river, and we would throw rocks at the dog, and the dog would eat them. And Tom would say, you know, Carrie, Carol, stop throwing my dog, you know, rocks. He's eating them. And we're like, if he's stupid enough to eat them, we're gonna keep throwing them at this fucking dog. And so I think Rottweilers are the stupidest things ever. So that's why we cannot you have, have a- one bad experience. Yes, yes, the dog was stupid. He <laughs> ate the damn rocks. So I do not want a dumb dog. <laughs> but yeah, we have him. Jax is smart and he's handsome. <laughs> he's a big yeah. jumps to get on the bed. I know, like twelve times. He could mm. totally jump. He could jump like five a feet. Ten foot vert, and the yeah. thing takes like 
20 practice jumps before he gets up on the bed. Yeah. It's like, up, up. And he's like, jump, jump, jump. Yeah, he's so dumb. Yeah. He's funny. He takes 20 practice jumps. It is so funny. Like, he he can't just jump up here. It's so – we'll have to get video sometime of it. It's hilarious. Yeah, Rowdy, we can make a very comedic video about this, watching him do it. so funny. Let's let's like He's like, one, a two, a three, a four. I don't know what – yeah. It's we had so to do dumb. we had to do a video of, of him doing that, and then and Vandy, then... you need to pretend to do it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when are you guys going to have this as video? I think that'd be really cool. So our plan is to get to video eventually. Okay. Um, it's just we need to make it work, uh, not only financially okay. but logistically as well. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because we would like to have like a studio. And oh. it'd be nice to be able to like see each other a little more frequently before we start doing that because it'd be nice to like be in studio together. Yeah. Well, because uh, I really, be really cool. I mean, I was just going to say, I think your viewers would love what my Justin is wearing right now, which is nothing but a thong. And if that was on video, I think it would be, you know, great. I can appreciate it. Um, yeah. I mean, but your viewers I, cannot. I really, I, I, I appreciate that the zoom is pointed at you currently <laughs> um <laughs> hang on <laughs> uh, it's like what's borat wears the yellow the banana hammock <laughs> oh yeah see she needs to listen to this freaking podcast because she knows that she would know by now that that's what i said i'd wear on our first video podcast oh okay yeah mm-hmm. yep. that's hot <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> Yeah, he said that he would wear that, and I I think it'd be really fun to do an episode while with him wearing that. Yeah, and we did it like in a hot tub. Oh yeah, it'd be it'd be hard to do logistically, but I think it'd be a lot of fun. Well, I mean, remember and you guys are all be- in Vegas in March, so make it happen. Well, that and the only bad thing is we would probably be the wrinkliest we've ever been because it's this is like a two hour podcast usually. <laughs> True. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. pruny. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> All shriveled up and whatnot, huh? Might shorten the podcast up, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But, all right. So, my next question is what skill or skills do you possess that not a lot of people know about? Um. So, I knit and um, I know pretty cool pretty hot um i mean i just used to knit scarves and whatnot so i think that's kind of something like again if you saw me in person with all of my tattoos and piercings and stuff and you might be like oh my god she knits okay that i didn't see that one coming i would say that and then back in you know many years ago i was a stay-at-home mom i used to love to scrapbook and um i do still like i would love to be able to do that still but I don't know. I feel like I don't have the time, but I still love to do that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So, that's, those probably would cool. be two. Yeah. And she can drive a stick. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ooh, nice. Yes. That's, that's, I yeah. can't do that. I what? can't do any of the any of the things that you just said. I can't knit, scrapbook, Ugh. or drive. You yeah, can't. Okay. Can. How? Wait, how old are you? I'm 33. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, he is a little younger. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't realize he's yeah. that much younger. Um. Okay, so I'm 47, and so I just think, like, it's a rite of passage with, like, my generation to learn how to, like, drive an old pickup that's a stick. So I learned how to drive with my parents. Um, They had, like, a Ford Ranger, and so I learned with that with, like, the, the 
stiffest clutch ever. And um, yeah, so it is, it's a lot of fun. And so in the summertime, I take the doors off and blare the music and wear my hat backwards and just, um, yeah, and I just kind of just feather back and forth at the lights, probably making people annoyed. Like, what the hell is she doing? Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> but what do they call it? Like anti-theft, like teenager anti-theft mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Um, but I oh, guess against that, 33 yep. year olds too. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I, I would not, I can't steal your vehicle. Wow. That's crazy. You're like, why is there three like pedals? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. What do you do with this little one? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be yeah. like, where did this technology come right. from? Right. <laughs> yes. That is so funny. Well, it yeah, is a lot actually, of fun. I did. Yeah. I did drive a uh, stick for about two weeks of my life oh. uh, because I was like, forced to Mm -hmm. um but i did kill it a few times yeah yeah i have done it okay it's just if i had to do it again i i'd have to relearn everything well it's like riding a bike though and you could just feel it though yeah oh 100 like you you just feel it you can feel when it starts to kind of pull and then you know okay either give it some more gas or put in the clutch a little you just you just know it's a feeling like i don't Mm -hmm. understand what rpms are um, or anything um, like that. Like I had somebody drive the Jeep when I was in a parade a couple of months ago and he's like, he wanted the music down and he was like, cause he's like, I just don't know your, your car or whatever. And I'm like, I don't even know how to read all that stuff. Like you just, you just feel it. You can feel when it starts to kind of shake, then either give it some gas or put in the clutch. So I don't know. Okay. I just know. So I really, yeah, I would not be a good teacher. I'd be like, you know, when you, that's when you shift. I don't know. Yeah. If yeah. she drives off a field, I don't even know if she drives by hearing. Do you, do you hear the motor? Do you listen to the motor? Or do you just feel it? I mean, I think both. Like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I do not know what the RPMs though. I have no idea what that is about. No idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do, of course. You're a dude. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would want to, like, practice on another vehicle, like, I wouldn't want to ruin your vehicle, like or like my parents also have a Jeep that has, oh, has it. Yeah, I would want to. I want. I would want to like, like an old beater. The, the truck that. Yeah, I would want an old beater. That yeah, like the Ford. Off, yeah, like the Ford Ranger. Like this guy when yeah. he was driving it, 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 you smelled metal. Like it was like I was like shit, and it was you know like an hour and a half, two hour parade, and. I mean, I was like, uh, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. And I even was like, there was other people there that were helping with the parade float. And I was like, should we just get somebody else? And he's like, no, 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 I got it. And I'm like, he's probably listening to this right now. He might be. Hey, Chad. (laughs) Chad. (laughs) Good driving, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, you did so good. I I was there. I remember. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. That's, That's a cool skill, though. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think and so. And knitting. I, yeah. like, knitting is such a, I don't know, there's so many things. That I, I just got a, a, a hat from my, my work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like it's a knitted hat. Like it looks like Where's somebody it at? put, it put on. Some, some time into it. I think you should be wearing it right now. Neat. No. I should be, yeah. My, my head, it could use some warmth. Some... <laughs> is that a banjo behind you? No, yeah, uh, it's a mandolin. Mandolin. Oh, okay. He's in the music yep, room. That's a mandolin. Oh, very cool. All right. Yep. Yeah, I'm down in the uh, music room. There's a, a ukulele right there. There's a guitar right there. There's a guitar-shaped CD holder there. Oh. There's a gong. Piano. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. That's awesome. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to play any of it, but Josh and Shan can play all of it. <laughs> totally. So. Yeah, yeah. They're all music. They're both music teachers. Oh, sweet. Yep. Cool. So. But all right, my next question yeah. for you is: If you could be a professional athlete. 
what sport would you play? Oof, duh. Um, oh my God, that sounded so Minnesotan. Oof, duh. <laughs> oh gosh, been in this state for seven years and oh my God, now we're plaid and say oofta um oh and oops, sorry oops sorry um gosh a professional wait professional like to be able to play like i don't know probably football because i feel like everybody like i do not understand football like to save my life like i'll ask my son the 13 year old and he's like mom you just don't understand it and i don't know i, I really wish i understood that because i feel like like i remember years ago oprah winfrey was like you know, doing her show and she had like some professional athlete on for like football. And she said, just give me like four lines that I can say that that way it'll make me sound like I know what I'm talking about. And I just legit <laughs> wish that I like could be like that, like that I knew because I just don't know Jack about football. I don't. All right. What sport do you think that you could go professional? Well, like what's your best sport that well, you Well, I can play? actually, I can throw a good football and I can catch it, but like, mm-hmm. But I don't like to run because that's exercise. So, you know, that they were back to that shit again. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So so you would want to be on the offensive side of the ball. See, that's what I don't even know. I don't understand offense or defense. Yes, offense. Okay, thank you. I'm so bad. I know. Yeah, if, if, yeah. if you can throw and catch, that's offense. Defense okay. Is the guys slapping it away and mm. tackling and all that. Oh, okay. See, yeah. I just need to understand the game even. I don't understand yeah. it. I know. It's bad. Yeah, I mean, spoken like a true Eagles fan. So. <laughs> Boom! There we go. Yeah, right. yeah. Roddy, this is the one time that we could be on the same side. <laughs> I know. I know. Mm, that was good. We're ganging up on our guests. <laughs> I love it. It's all right. Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. Thanks for being on the show, and now we're just gonna roast the shit out of you. I love it. Bring it on. But. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, do you have you like played any other sports? Like, do you like have you ever played like disc golf or golf or bowling? Ooh, um, no and no. Um, and no, I did. You know what? I did um a co-ed volleyball um league this summer, which I sucked at. Um, okay. Was I, it the, uh, I'm assuming beach volleyball. Yeah. Um. Wait. Okay. Yeah. At Hawks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was fun. I think I'm afraid of the ball though. Oh, okay. And I had like some really aggressive players on the team. And so like, if, so I think I just was like a little timid by it because I was like, I'm going to mess it up and then they're going to just like get mad and all that. So, um, I mean, I hit it a couple of times and stuff like that, but I wasn't, I don't know. I used to play like as a junior higher, but I don't know, not my jam, but gotcha. it was fun. It was fun to get out with people and, and that kind of stuff. But yeah, and I might pick it up again next summer. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and you don't like, I feel like beach volleyball, obviously, there are definitely leagues that like take it super serious. Yeah, for um, sure. But I think it's just a fun sport to just go out and play. Like, absolutely. I'd, I'd be down to play anytime. I, I played it in a couple leagues too. Yeah. Where some of them were very competitive. Yep. And then some of them were you're just like, we're just here to drink and we happen to be playing volleyball right that's now. That's what, and that's what kind of ours was, but we had a couple like good people on the team. So it was like, wait, I thought oh, I signed up for like yeah. the not great. For the drinking, but yet here we are, like, getting mad if we're not hitting it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there were, like, yeah. certain days that they were, like, better. They're like, oh, yeah, Tuesdays is kind of like the, you know, the basic one. But yeah. then, like, Wednesday, Thursday is like the diehard. I'm like, yeah, let's not do that. But yet you'd still get, like, one or two teams on the Tuesday that was yeah, competitive. Yeah, like, come on. They were, were competitive. Yeah. Get your head in the game. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did take her golfing Sweet. and disc golfing, though. This yeah. Yeah. Okay. I sucked at both, right? Would you agree? <laughs> yeah? You didn't do too bad at disc golf. Really? Yeah, not, not horrible. Oh. I mean, 
Hmm. With some work, she could she could throw a disc. Sweet. Are you crossing your well, fingers you or your line right now? <laughs> when you guys come up uh, this summer, because I'll obviously I'll come see you guys too. But if you guys come up, we got to play some disc golf here at the house. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, course up here, and it's it's a ton of fun. So yeah, I got to see it since and you guys have, have changed it up so much. Yeah, well, yeah, we have uh, we have one course where it's eighteen holes, and it's all professional baskets. Um, and then we created an ace race, which I think would be a lot of fun for you guys to come play. Where it's a really short course, but you could potentially get an ace on every single hole. Whoa, you guys, what are you trying to say here, Roddy? Uh, I'm saying every. It's literally called the ace race. Yeah, no, but it, you said it'd be good for both of us. Mm. What are you trying to say here? Yeah. I'm saying that it, it'd be good for both of you. That's right. I can't throw very far, and Roddy knows this. Oh, whatever. You were doing good. Well, not compared to them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, Roddy, you said it's at the house. You guys literally have a... No shit. Yeah, 27. Yep, it's right on right on our, our property. What well, the heck? Josh and Chance property. I'm, nice. I'm, I'm just the renter. Very cool. How many holes? 27? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah yep we have, well we could make way more like we've right. upgraded the course so many different times like if we have a lot of different holes that are still available if you wanted to play like an old version of them um but the the current one I think is one of my favorites that we've had because it's just some pretty difficult holes but also some some really fun holes wow that's cool that'd be a lot of fun to go up there and see any new mandos. We don't have any mandos. Um, Ooh, we used to. Except for like, which basically just we have a couple uh, places um, where we play out of bounds. Like the dog fence is out of bounds. The, the garden's out of bounds. Um, the road is out of bounds. And we actually have, when we were playing, we actually had uh, a tournament here. And we had hazard instead of out of bounds. So it's the same type of rule where if you go out, you still lose a stroke penalty. Yep. But instead of going uh, throwing it from where it went out of bounds, you actually throw it from the spot that it it lands. Oh, but it's just so an like added stroke. Th- yeah, you just add a stroke. Yeah, yep. so it's hazard. Okay, how does the road come into play? You didn't have anything close to the road before. Oh, we do now. Nice. Yeah, we we've uh, used basically the entire property now. Nice. That's okay. so cool. But. Very cool. All right. My next question yep. for you is, what is your dream vacation? Ooh. Um, my dream vacation. Well, I love the beach. So I would have to say, I mean, I'm Italian, so I should say Sicily or somewhere over there. However, um, I think like Fiji or something like that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really awesome. Super tropic. Yeah, that would be really cool. I thought it was going to be Italy. I know. I know. I should probably. I mean, I'm sure there are some family members that I still have over there. Um, I guess I'd be fourth generation American. I don't know. I knew my two, we called them nanas. I knew my two nanas that came over and they barely spoke any English. So it was really neat, like hearing them speak Italian, like when I was little and stuff like that. And um, just knowing that they came over from there. But, um, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. But probably not my yeah. dream vacation. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can have vacations and not have it be your dream vacation. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm just more of like, I just want to sit on the beach and um, drink and read a book or pretend that I'm reading a book and um, just veg out. Like just, yeah, that's just my, I love that. So that's what I'm looking Sounds, forward to. Yeah. It's just yeah. That. Fiji. I've never been. I've seen yeah. pictures and stuff. Looks but beautiful. Man, does it look Yeah. It looks beautiful. gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. One day. One day. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, L.A. is actually one of mine. I want to go what? to California and go to L.A. It's it's, You're it's just because I want to see I want to see the Rams Stadium. Oh, okay. And I want to perform stand up comedy there. Oh, okay. The comedy store. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I have you go, never been? A lot of different places. Oh yeah. Have yeah, you yeah. never yeah. been to California? I've been to California, oh, yes, but okay. not like it's been. I was a kid. Oh, okay. Okay. So I would want to go now, especially because. Uh, I really want to go perform at Dat Fan uh, at his studio. Okay. I think it'd be so fun to, to do a show at his studio. I want to do the Comedy Store. I want to go see the Ram Stadium. I want to go see Pete Holmes when he performs okay. um, at Largo. Um, lots of different things. Nice. So That would be fun. Yep. We actually just talked about it last episode, so that's why yeah. I had to bring it up this episode, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, what is one of the hardest times that you've ever laughed? Mm. Okay. Sorry, I had to fix that. The hardest times that I've ever laughed. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to skip that one. I don't know. I do not. Well, I, I can I can answer for you. Um, <laughs> it was the first time that Justin pulled his pants down. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Aww. Gosh, That's what I, she said. She was like, "Aw, aw, it's so cute. It's a, it's so cute." <laughs> <laughs> he's turning red. He's got his lip. He's like, "Puffer, oh, I'm sorry, babe." Aww. Um, it, it's yeah. crazy. His his little thong turned red too mm-hmm. when he said, <laughs> "It's cold in here." All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I've really laughed hard in a long while. Yeah. Well, is, so I can give you a couple of prompts. So this is okay. one of the, the questions that Pete Holmes asks a lot on okay. his podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so the prompts that he uses is, is there any time that somebody fell? Uh, some, <laughs> maybe somebody farted. Um, mm. Maybe somebody, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, I just totally grew a blank. It was like eight of them I was going to say, and then I just completely. It is, it is, you know what? It is really messed up though. Like when people fall, like the fact that like we laugh, like that's not cool. Like funny story. It's like about a minute story. I'll tell you guys real quick. I was like in sixth grade and I was in the cafeteria and I was holding like, you know, my cafeteria food and just like, and like I fell like the typical like little fat chubby girl. Like I fell on the ground and back in the shoot, I'm. 47, whatever that was in sixth grade, but the song, Another One Bites the Dust, all the motherfucking kids started singing that. Another one bites the dust, eh, eh, and another one, eh, and another one. Like, I was like mortified. <laughs> and I'm sure everybody else was laughing really, really hard, but I was like mortified. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I didn't tell you that. Yeah. I know. That's your dating. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's your dating. <laughs> So cute. Free fall. Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Uh... <laughs> I'm kidding. 
Well, if, yeah. if there's if it as you're, as we're doing the podcast, if anything pops up, just just let us know. If okay. A, a really funny time that you remember laughing just the hardest you okay. ever laughed. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be like a a great story. It's just gotta. Oh, you know, I thought that yeah, story yeah. I just told was like a great story. That was a great story, but I that didn't want to laugh because I kind of also felt bad. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I have been in therapy for 30 plus years, you know, trying to, you know, dissolve this, but it's okay. <laughs> it's only it, been about that. that that's, yeah. It's yeah. only been about that. Not but, anything else. Not really. Mm-hmm. Not all, I mean, okay. you know, give or take a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Yes. There you go. Yeah. All right. So if you had one superpower, what would it be? Oh, um, I feel like this is probably what everybody says, but it's to be invisible. Okay. I would love to be why like invisible a, why, because I would love to be like a fly in the wall. Um, you know, there was that one Seinfeld or whatever where Elaine was like, I think, you know, like when they went to the nail salon, I think they're talking about me. They're talking in their native tongue or whatever. And just like to be invisible, I'm like, motherfucker, you are talking about me. Like you are. I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe, I don't know. Maybe just that, just to see if other people are talking garbage. Like I guess that isn't really a great one. Like maybe it should be that I can run fast or something, being that I do hate to exercise. Maybe I should switch it back to that one and it should be – I could well, be a if, fast if runner. You, <laughs> the speed of light. If you had, if you had invisibility, you could literally pretend to be a really fast runner because you could start running, disappear, yeah, yeah. and like, then look, look at me, look at me, look behind at me. them and Absolutely. be like, I ran so fast. You didn't even see. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Thank you. Thank I'm you. Helping you out. Thank you, Justin's co-host. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh. <but> bump. <laughs> Va- Vandy didn't ask that question. That was, uh, that was the main host. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, uh, the main host. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, Lord. Lord. Oh, Lord. Dude, every time I think of no, the, I... the Invisible Man, I think of the one joke. Oh. It's uh, Superwoman is sitting, is laying on the top of the building and she's butt naked, spread eagle. And Superman's flying by, and he goes, I could swoop in there. <laughs> Three pumps, be in and out, and gone. <laughs> and he's flying, and he's thinking about it, and he goes, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And he swoops in, and he gives three pumps, and he gets out of there. And Superwoman goes, what the fuck was that? And the Invisible Man goes, I don't know, but my ass hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> i love i love that look that you just gave him yeah i know right <laughs> and this is where people are like skip to the next episode <laughs> ah, uh, i thought it was a good joke uh, <laughs> all right i have one more question for you and okay. then we can get into the the topic I okay want. i hope it's a good uh, one I can hardly wait. here we go here we go okay so do you listen to podcasts? And if so, which one is your favorite and which one is the stupidest? <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. Um, I absolutely love podcasts. I've been listening to them probably for like six to seven years, probably at least. I have a few that are my favorite. Just um, not ours. <laughs> no, you know what? It's so funny. I love self-help. Like that is literally and anything entrepreneur, like again, I feel like I'm so 
I don't know, not random. Well, I'm a little off. I'm a little random. Huh? Oh, yeah. Am I kind of weird, kooky? Um, I love the Ed Milet show. Like I would in like I would love to be on his podcast. Um, it's called Max Out. Um, I just I love everything that he stands for. Um, so that would be a great one. Um I used to love Jamie Ivey's The Happy Hour. I wouldn't mind that one, too. I really do like her. She's a little bit more on the religious side, which I am, too. But she sometimes kind of just only swings that way and stuff like that. And so I don't know if I can stop with my, you know, F-bombs here and there to be on her show. But I do love her. Um, Lewis Howes is another one I really like. Um, But, yeah, most of those are just, like, kind of self-help. And, yeah, I just love that kind of stuff. Yeah. And of course, the stupidest really podcast cool. comes in there too, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean that that would be the the last one. That that right. was a leading question. There it is. Yes. The yeah. There yeah. it is. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's all good. Well, sweet. Yeah. Thanks for your questions. Well, yeah. Well, thank you. It was good to get to know you, and uh, I'm Absolutely. really excited to get to know you even more in the, the yeah. topic hour. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pass it off on to to Vandy then. There and, it is. Uh, He's going to ask you the rest of the questions awesome. and I'm going to still pop in and, and ask you some questions if they pop up. So. Okay. Sounds good. Well, before we get into that, do you um, have any questions for us? Oh, yes. Do you um, have any questions for us? Yes. Um, how did you two meet and how long ago? And maybe that's going to go for Roddy first. You know, okay. I, I can answer that. Um, I actually just met Justin about a week ago. Um, (laughs) we, (laughs) (laughs) no, we've been, we've been friends for, uh, quite some time. Uh, Facebook just told me that we had our, our 12 year friendship on Facebook. Congratulations. Yeah. So I think we've been, yeah, we've, I think we've been, uh, friends longer than that though okay. oh, yeah. i feel like it's been longer but facebook it says 12 years yeah it's definitely been longer than that and then where did you meet my justin where did you guys meet so we met while working at the bowling alley oh. in monticello so we both worked oh. at river city extreme river city. okay yeah yeah okay and we were both yep we were both workers there and we just had a really good connection there and we started uh our friendship and then eventually bro- we started romance yep yeah. Yep, we started our bromance. I love it. And then uh, we did a lot of the moonlight bowling there. We did a, yes. the the calling of moonlight. And then we decided that we wanted to keep that going, but yeah. not necessarily with the bowling alley. And yeah. right. I never one ex- way to do that. I never explained to her what moonlight was. She was like, what do you mean you emceed? So you want to kind of explain yeah, so that mo- for her? Yeah, so moonlight bowling is um, on Saturday nights, they would have the all like the cosmic lights and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And we would basically throw a party at the bowling alley nice. and we would sell tickets so people could uh, get like bowl a strike and win like thousands of dollars. Wow. Um, and there was like colored pins mixed in with the the white pins. So oh, that you, you had like a, if you had a, I think it was uh, pink, yellow, and what was the other one? Orange. Orange. Pink, yellow, and orange. And if you had any of those as the head pin, that was a, a dollar shot or more. It could be wow. worth up to th- like three thousand um, dollars if you got the strike. So we would be up there on the uh, with our microphones on the the tables, and we'd be yelling, "There's a dollar shot on lane seven. There's a five dollar shot on lane three. Wow. And like, yeah. So we would just do that all night, and then we would tell jokes back and forth, and oh my god, make fun of the people bowling. And that is like so much so. fun. Too bad there wasn't something like that now. Maybe not there. We like McPete's up in the. In Big Lake, we don't. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So oh. that would be a lot of fun up there. 
That's a lot of fun. I go up well, and yeah, watch you guys play can, on Wednesday. If you guys can uh, convince McPeets to do it, I'd come down for a Saturday or two. Heck yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you know the owner, right? Yeah. Kind of, sort of. Right. There you go. Make it happen. Maybe maybe we could do Moonlight Bowl. Maybe we could do an episode <gasps> of the podcast oh while doing Moonlight Bowling. Oof, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> it would be a lot of work. So. Mm, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for that. Any other questions? Yeah, do you have yeah, yeah, any other questions? Um no. Now's the time to embarrass Vandy as much as you possible. <laughs> Stop dangling the carrot in front of me. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. Oh. He's been dangling this carrot in front of me. He knows exactly <laughs> what it means. Mm. What's it mean? He's turning so red. No, no. You are turning red. <laughs> he is. Aww, so cute. Uh, All right, he knows what I'm talking what's, about. What, what's the carrot? What's that, what's that thing? What's that thing sticking out of his ass right there? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, topic hour. Before we get into hour. this, we um, Carrie went through something before I met her, and uh, that's kind of yes. what we're going to talk about. This evening. So before we get into it, Carrie, you kind of want to give us the cliff notes on <laughs> what we're going through? Oh, the cliff notes. Just um, the short version. Okay, like an elevator pitch? Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Boy meets girl. Girl gets married. They have a bunch of kids. And then boy decides to, well, Carrie is sleeping at home with all the kids rape women and go back home and then have a normal life until he gets caught. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This really got really dark real quick. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah. told you, I told you. I didn't know how people were going to react. Right. It's kind of wild. It's You definitely feel like you're alone and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's such a, a crazy story. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean – we we try to get into a little bit of everything on the podcast, and yeah. uh, we have we have not really talked about this subject, and so uh, no, hearing it through you is going to be it's going to be interesting for for people to to hear, and I think it's going to be yeah. tough for people to hear, but I mean I feel Absolutely. like it's something that should be talked about, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and I was telling her, she goes, "This is not going to be," you know, when I brought her on, she was like, "I don't know if I should be talking about this." She goes, it doesn't really fit your agenda. And I go, if you listen to our first episode, and for the listeners out there listening, we always said from our first episode that we wanted to hit every emotion. Remember? Yep. The the happy, the sad, the angry, the frustrated, the the laughter, everything. We wanted you to get a little bit of everything on this podcast. So this is definitely going to be hitting some emotions that we haven't really touched for a yep. while, if not ever. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Um, I got 10 questions. Roddy, you can always jump in if you got some more. But yep. these are the 10 that I came up with. So, um, number one, um, did you s suspect anything before it happened? Yes. Um, so, yes, I did. My mom is so smart she well smart but then she loves to watch her svu and shows like that so i had a couple times during 
the kind of couple probably two or three years prior to him getting in trouble um my mom had said you know after i had said mom i found some things like in the in the garage that were hidden and i told her what they were you know and they were i guess i'm going to tell you guys what they were but i found like on three separate occasions like a brown paper bag and um there were zip ties in there needles with like hyperdemic hyper how is it how do you say hyperdemic nails I don't know. Whatever needles that you shoot up with. And then um, ladies' thigh highs. Um, I guess, God, I feel like we just totally skipped because I should have really told you, like, a little bit more about, like, him and all that. But maybe that will be another part. But anyway, um, so back to that. So I found on three separate occasions um, that brown paper bag with those items. Um, The first time when I found it, I told my mom. And at the time, that ex-husband, his name is Lonnie. Um, he had been having an affair and we were trying to work through it and whatever. And, um, I remember telling my mom, like, oh my God, mom, look what I found, blah, 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 blah. And she says, could he be raping women? And I'm like, dude, mom, this is your son-in-law. There's no way he's raping women. This is for his whore. And I'm so bad. I called that girl. I owe that girl such an apology. But, um, anyway, I thought it was honestly for the girl that he was having an affair with. And so I was like, they're shooting up. He's tying her up and she wears nylons. Like, I mean, how stupid is that? But um, that's what I thought. So, yeah, that's kind of where that was. So I pushed it off and then I found the items like a couple more times. And I tried to like figure out how I can get the items like to fill. I didn't know what was in the hyper, the needles. I couldn't figure out what was in them. And I didn't know at the time that he was doing that. So it was like, where would I take it to find out what? it was and like what the fluid was because he was a physician assistant so it wasn't unheard of that he would have like needles like just maybe left over from the night before from his lab coat and that's like what he would say even though we all know that you have a sharps container that you would let your needles go in there um but he would just tell me that they were left over from the night before and i don't know it was always it was a mind fuck for sure yeah a mind fuck yeah yeah wow yeah <laughs> yeah what yeah, before I go any further, why don't you kind of give a little bit of backstory of Lonnie? Yeah. Okay, so ex-husband and I, his name is Lonnie, and um, we started dating when I was 15, and he was 18. Um, we got married when I was 22. Um, we were together in total 21 years, 15 of marriage, and four kids. Um, during the course of the marriage, he went and did different a variety of schools, um, got a bachelor's, then went and became a paramedic and then went to PA school at UC Davis and became a physician assistant top of his class. And um, at the latter part of our marriage, he, I think he was a PA for like eight years. So I was a stay-at-home mom for I think 14 of those years. So staying home with the kids and doing all things like PTA, driving on field trips, Helping in the kids' classrooms, you know, baking banana bread when they came home, play dates. Like, I was literally that mom. And um, I loved it, but I was secretly kind of dying inside, too, because I knew that there was more for me and I wasn't happy and things like that. So, but yeah. anyway, yeah. Right, um, how long from the day that he got arrested to how long from the day he got all right, from the day that he got arrested, how long did it take for him to get prosecuted? 
So we're coming up on 11 years of when he went away. So January 26, 2013 is when he got picked up. And then I believe it was two or three years. He kept, like the DA said, they had so much evidence. He had, I think, a two point. I think it was like 2.5 or 23 mil. I can't remember. It was something super, super high um, bond. And so he never bonded out, obviously. And um, yeah, so I think it was like two or three years. 2.3 million? I think it was. I can't remember. I can't remember. I'll look it up, though, really quickly as we're talking. Um, It was was a long time. Or it was like a long – it was like a really high – because I remember when he called like the night and the cops were at my house and and, like – you know, did their warrants and all that. And I remember him calling and I'm like, I am not mortgaging the house for you. And I just remember it would have been like that percentage or whatever of the house. So Dang. it was a lot. Oh, yeah. Wow. It was a lot. Yeah. Nice. That's so much money. So he it was, was a lot. So he was in the courts. But for... I mean, Go ahead, yeah, that, after doing that. After, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so he was in court for three years. Um, in and out of the court. So he basically just stayed in the county's um, county um, jail. And so the DA, um, so they were just working on the case. And so like, um, they had to get like witnesses, they had to get um, to try and get DNA. They were also like, you know, investigating to see if there were any other victims. Um, I did an FBI analysis or whatever. Um and so they were just trying to like build the case. I think a little bit of it was that they um that they wanted to make like you know, I mean obviously what he did was super wrong, but they also like the way that he did it by like taking drugs from work and utilize utilizing that on victims, they wanted to definitely like show like he's going they threw the book at him, which rightfully so. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. How many victims were there? Um I think in total, I mean, there were like three victims, but I think they only found DNA for one. And so he got um, one rape and two counts of kidnapping. Dang. But he got 26 years. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, did this affect any of your relationships with your family or friends? Um, like, I think, yeah, some, I remember like some friends being like, oh my God, my kids were at your house, you know, and they worried like that, you know, did he touch their kids? And I'm like, no, like it wasn't against them. And that was like, was super hurtful because like, obviously I wouldn't want that to happen to their kids, but like my kids were there too. And that was their dad. And, and, um, but, like, a lot of people, like, they came out of the woodwork. That was kind of, like, I wasn't anticipating that. Like, it was – everybody wanted to have a piece of it. Like, they wanted their six seconds of fame and be like, oh, I knew him and and all that. So, that was kind of interesting. That's – It was so dumb. I, I, it was such a weird time. I would have thought it would have went the other way. You would think. Like, why would you want to even act like you knew that family or knew him? And um, it was weird. Definitely weird, but but no, I, but no friends really pushed pushed away or uh, stopped being friends with you or no. I think it was actually the opposite. Really? Like yeah. Like I mean, I definitely I got off social media for like a couple of months, and then once I got back on, like people just wanted to help us, and like we had such a huge outpouring of support. Like I will say, 
I think because Lonnie was so well liked in our community um, that like I had, I mean, everybody from like my kid's pediatrician to, you know, um, people at the school, the principal, um, like, I mean, everybody just wanted to like help. And they brought us like, we were on like a meal train and, um, they brought us like, you know, paper towels and, and like, I mean, just things that I wouldn't even think of. Cause we went from like me being a stay at home mom for all those years to, you know, he's in the public eye and wearing an orange jumpsuit on, you know, five o'clock news and, now what? Like my kids lost their dad. I lost my husband. Um, you know, he was our sole provider and you know, that was crazy. We had a house, we had cars, we had bills. And all of a sudden I haven't worked in 14 years and how am I going to, you know, continue not just the lifestyle, but like to not, I mean, just to live, just to, yeah, just to live. And, you know, of course, like the kids and I are mourning, you know, the fact that like, he, he went to work one night and, you know, called and said goodnight and whatever. And then, you know, next thing you know, my house is like under yellow tape and, and the cops are there, you know, serving us a warrant and, and he's in county jail. And, you know, so we, it was like, it was pretty freaking crazy. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. So, wow. yeah, it was, it was, yeah, to relive that day, like it just, oh, it's just crazy. It was like I was going to the girl's house, the 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 girl that he was having the affair with, because I'd happened to wake up and he wasn't home that morning, and I thought I'm gonna catch him in the act. And uh, when I went to try and catch him in the act, there was a police officer waiting for me, just saying, "Hey, I need you to stay here. We got some detectives on the way, so I need you to wait here." So that was where that went. So it was kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah, it was wild. How about your family? How'd they take it? They were really devastated. Um, like I said, Lonnie and I started dating when I was 15. So, um, I mean, he taught my little brother how to play baseball and football and, you know, like everybody loved him. He was funny and, um, like it was really hard. Like everybody was upset. Like when my family came over, my mom ended up moving in with us cause I just, I, I needed the help and I, I, yeah, whatever. And I mean, people come over and like, one by one, the doorbell would ring and like, it'd be just neighbors and friends. And it was like, somebody died. They were just like hugging me and, you know, the kids and like anything. It was just, it was like somebody died. It was wild. In fact, I think I told you, but like the hospital, one of the hospitals he worked with closed down two weeks after he went away because they were like so distraught. They were like, how do we not see this? And we need to get him out. Like we love this guy so much, you know, and, and all that. Like it was, it was crazy. The effect that he had on people. So it's hard talking like that. He was that like great guy, but he did like seriously such terrible things and devastated so many people in the process. Um, how did your kids first react um so at the time one of them was two and a half um and then i think it was like the girls were maybe like nine ten and then the oldest was 12 um they just didn't know like i mean the two and a half year old i remember like we were laying on the couch and he like looks up at the tv and he goes daddy and he was in like the orange jumpsuit on tv that was weird and that was terrible (laughs) 
it's messed up. <laughs> it's really fucked up. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, really sad. Um, I think the oldest, when he was 12, he, he took it the hardest. He went, like, downhill pretty quick. Like, he started getting into drugs and, you know, gang violence and ended up having a, a kid right out of high school. And I feel like all that is a direct, you know, correlation to what happened with the dad. So, yeah. And the girls, I think that, yeah, I think they don't trust really well. I think because of that. So, yeah. 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 It makes sense because, I mean, that's – you trust somebody and then all of a sudden you get it taken away and it's, it's rough. I yeah. can't imagine. Well, and nobody got to, like, say goodbye. I mean, like I said, like, he went to work one night and everything was good. And then the next thing you know – I mean, I remember like the morning I was supposed to take my daughters to get a pedicure and they happened to be sleeping over at a friend's house. And I remember like calling the dad that um, that they were at the house and I was like, hey, just you need to watch the girls a little bit longer. And that's because like the police were at my house and they were like grabbing stuff and they were putting us in hotels. So I had to like get stuff and clothes and the cops were following me around the rooms and to make sure I wasn't taking evidence and all this. And I remember my daughters, they were like, you know, again, nine and 10, I think. And they were like so bummed by the time I picked them up. They're like, we, we were going to get our nails done. And I felt terrible. And I was like, you know, and I couldn't tell them where he was. Like they, they didn't know. Like the only one that knew was the 12 year old. Cause he happened to be home when the police came to my house. And I was like, you need to watch your little brother. You know, the cops are here and they need to talk to me about dad. So, I mean, and he was like at that age. So that was really hard. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, again, their dad, he was like such a great dad. So how do you put him, you know, and like here I'm like hurt and pissed and like, holy shit, this can't be happening. Like this feels like a dream, but yet it's not a dream and I'd love to wake up already from it. So hmm. yeah, that was pretty messed up. Do you, do you, th- <laughs> this is hard for me to ask. <laughs> um, do you think they'll ever have a relationship with him? Hmm. Um, I don't think so. I think so much time has passed now. Like he's missed everything. My girls, both girls have graduated high school. Um, and oldest son graduated high school, had a baby, bought a house. Um, the littlest went to kindergarten, graduates eighth grade this year. Like he missed so much. And, um, and not just that, like, I mean, look what he did. Like that's, that's that's pretty huge. And so, I mean... He could have done so many things. I mean, you know, he could have, I don't know, it's like, no, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I just didn't know how they feel. I honestly, it's kind of like the elephant in the room. Like we don't, honestly, we don't really talk about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, How did this affect you personally? I mean, we've kind of already discussed this a little bit, but how did this affect you personally and financially? That's a good one. Um, personally, okay, so like when it happened, I of course thought it was me. Um, and so like all the therapists and everybody will say that like rape, when somebody rapes somebody else, it doesn't have anything, it doesn't have a whole lot to do with sex. Ironically, it has to do with power. Um, and before I, you know, heard that, I thought it was about the sex. So because he was having an affair, I initially thought, oh my God, it's because of me. Like I'm a horrible wife and, um, whatever. And so I created that. And so once I realized that that wasn't the case, I mean, it took a couple of years, then, um, 
and I think I like made some poor choices. Like I think I went on like dating sites and stuff. Like I just needed to hear like that, you know, like I was worthy. I just felt like I wasn't like worthy that like I made him want to do this. So once I figured that part out that it wasn't that, um, that was really hard. And then the financially is, I mean, that's really hard too, because like he was our sole provider. So how do you go from like somebody paying all the bills and I did all things like domestic, like took care of the kids, the house, all things like that. And then he just, I mean, he went to work and, and made a living. And so I could be home with the kids. And then when all that happened, I then had to figure out how do I save my half a million dollar house? How do I, you know, keep volunteering at the kids' school? How do I try to do all those things? And I honestly couldn't. And I lost my house a couple of years later and I gave back the cars. And, and, um, honestly, I think we're happiest. We're the happiest we've ever been now, even after everything. Like, of course, if we can like, you know, take the pain of like the girls that he hurt, we absolutely would, but we can't. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it made us like all of us like grow up. Sorry. That's no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever apologized for the loom clock. <laughs> yeah. That was that was a bad time. Puts a, okay. puts a light moment on a dark situation. Um Yeah, so I mean it I don't think people really understand like they see this horrible situation that's going on yeah. and they think dark, 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 but they don't think of the family. Yeah. And especially because this put you in a big hole. Oh, for sure. For sure. So I don't think people understand what kind of hole that that left you being that you didn't work. I mean, you were the yes. yeah. stay at home like, mom and like, now you got to go find a job to try to figure out how to pay for all these bills that was yeah that we did based on like we bought a house based on his income and all that like we were fine um yeah i mean think of it like this too like we lost his insurance so for me to go and get counseling i couldn't like i wasn't going to pay $500 to co- for cobra insurance so we lost our insurance you know that was like a huge thing so these are things that like i think you know, it sucks being the perpetrator's family, you know, and that's like what we are. We lost so much. Like, again, if I could take a, take the pain away, I would. And like, I mean, I wish I, I could make it where like, he never hurt those, those women and, and I'm, they're suffering with it forever. But like, you know, we lost a lot too. And there's really no, there's really no, there's, I want to say really, there's no support for perpetrators families. There's nothing. And so like my hope and like, thank you guys for having me on because like my hope is that like, I can change that. Like I want, like, I've always wanted, like I've been writing a book like the last nine years, I would love to have it published this year. I'd love to be like a speaker and, and talk about this because you know, when stuff like this happens, like my kids, they had to give up their sports. They didn't get to do that anymore because like I couldn't afford it. Like I had to figure out, am I going to pay water or garbage or am I going to pay sports? Like the kids want to play baseball or softball. Well, you know, I don't really have money for that. And it's quite, you know, embarrassing to ask for a scholarship now that, you know, I used to be able to to do all that kind of stuff. And so you just don't realize like the kind of stuff that happens. It's like, it's like a trickle effect. And so, like, I really hope that, like, I can come up with some sort of program that can help perpetrators families in this situation so you don't ever have to, like, you know, question, yes, you're going to obviously, you know, buy food and, you know, and water and housing and all that kind of stuff. But also your kids should be able to still do the sports or, you know, gymnastics or horseback riding lessons. You shouldn't have to give that up because of 
the fucked up thing that the perpetrator did. Like you should be able to do that and your kids should be able to have still a childhood. And try to you give know, them a normal life. And give them a normal life. Like that's what I was trying to do is give them still a normal life. But you know, when this happened, we lived in a community that it was all over the media. We had news crews at our house. I fucking went on TV. I did a few talk shows that I probably shouldn't have that didn't really air me in the best light and the topic and the story. And so, you know, I mean, and some of that too, I went on those because I knew that I can get like free counseling. And so being that I lost my insurance, you know, it gave me that opportunity and stuff like that, which was lame now, like thinking about it. Um, but anyway, I just want to help the perpetrators' families because the victims, they get so much help and rightfully so. They absolutely deserve all the help they're getting. But like people in this situation, like the kids and, you know, the wives or if it's your wife that did something, the husband, you should be able to get some sort of counseling or some sort of help too. Like I really do feel like mm -hmm. that's, that's something that our system is lacking. Yeah, because it's not your fault. Not it wasn't my fault. fault. No, it wasn't my kid's fault, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, yeah. Yeah. This is, this might sound a little weird. Um, how long after this situation did you start? Oh God, don't even say that. Did no. you start dating again? Oh. And and when you did start dating, did this affect your trust with other men and all that, or how did that affect that? I probably should have looked at your questions. I probably would have said no to that one. <laughs> um, I think because my my brain was still in the, the thought that, like, I did this, I started right away. Like, way too soon. Way too soon. I don't want to divulge, like, when it was. It just – it was way too soon. I should okay. have never – yeah, because I had no business. I probably should have waited, like, I don't know, two or three years because it, it – yeah, I made such poor, poor choices. Like, oh, it was so bad. Well, you were a mess then. Probably. I was a mess, yeah. And I put my kids, like, through the ringer. I just was not – I just – I honestly felt like it was all me. And, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it was like a mind fuck. It really was. Did, did it affect yeah. your trust when you first started dating, though? Um, I, I mean, I guess it, it probably did. It probably did. I don't know. I think I didn't – I didn't – um. You probably weren't focused on trust at that. You were just trying to still process everything. Yeah, I don't know if I was even imagine feeling. how long it yeah. took to do it. Pretty I numb. I think I was numb. Yeah. Yeah. Really numb. Okay. Yeah. That's what I figured. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Told you we should have went through this. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, was there anything you would have done differently through the whole situation? And if so, what, what would you have done? Absolutely everything. I would have kept my mouth shut. I mean, I think I did a lot. Like, okay, I'm going to take that back. Okay, uh, keep uh, my mouth shut to some degree. Like, I mean, I always, no, I never. No, keep ahead. your mouth shut. Is that like to the cops or to oh. like going on talk oh, like, shows and all Oh, that? talk shows. So the talk shows like that didn't happen for like, I think two years. But even still, like, I don't feel like I should have done that. Like, I don't really feel like it okay. gained anything. Um, I just wanted to clarify. Oh, that, for sure. I didn't know if, what you meant. Yeah, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, I was like an open book on that with as far as that goes with the cops. Um, but yeah, I shouldn't have been dating. I should have just um, maybe asked for help. Yeah, but it was it was like feast or famine, I guess. I guess I would say like he went away and then I had to figure out how am I supposed to like like I think if anything, what would have been better had I been like maybe a working mom. 
it would have been better. Like had I already had like a job or something, because we went from like, you know, me not working until and then all of a sudden I had to go back to work. I found a job within three weeks. I um, enrolled back in college. And so, you know, at one point I didn't even have like a day off for like two years because I was gung-ho on getting like, you know, the college degree and stuff like that. Like, I'm really proud of myself, like, was just like busting my ass, but like I had no time to to grieve. And that was really hard. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, like when, you know, somebody loses like a spouse or something, they get like, you know, maybe insurance money and they get some time to like really kind of process and stuff like that. But I didn't and the kids didn't. And it was like, we were really thrown into, we we're just thrown into it, like, figure it out and so that like really sucked yeah Yeah, that was hard okay yeah um what did you learn from this whole situation i learned i'm a badass yeah i learned (laughs) i'm a badass um i learned that like i had to just suck it up buttercup and no one, there's not going to be like a, a, you know, a knight in shining armor or whatever that's going to save you. You just, I had to figure it out. And like with a lot of help from family and friends, um, like the kids and I are so fucking resilient. That's like crazy. Like we're so resilient. Like my girls even said like, mom, we're better because of what happened. And like, again, I have to always go back to the victims. Like we would take it in a heartbeat, but like we are better because we had to like i think we were just in our own heads or something i don't know we're just we're just better people now like we're we're stronger we're tougher we're you know like this was really hard like i say more yeah we're independent independent yeah Yeah, i feel like a lot of people go through bad stuff like you know cancer or, or death or whatever but like this was really tough because you want you can't even like memorialize and put the person that you love like and and say that they were such a great person you really can't because they turn out to be a really terrible person so you can't even like really mourn them it kind of sucks like in reality i would love i would have loved had he died it would have been a whole lot easier because this sucked it's trying to like you know like you can't even you you're mad but like but you got to keep on going because like you have to you have kids and like i had no other option like we just have to just go you have to go to school you have to work you have to like do all the things and like there was literally no time to grieve like i finally feel like almost 11 years later i'm finally like a breath like do this got it wow yeah we finally are kind of like over the hill like yeah yeah we beat the odds i really do feel like we beat the odds you definitely did yeah Mm, um what were some of the hardest parts Going through all this. Um, the hardest parts. Um, I think when people wanted to like ask and they'd be like, so do you think he did it? Um, and that was like, even though then I would always like in my head when they would say that, I go, yeah, I do think he did it. Because um, I would always remember like my mom telling me like, or, you know, could he be raping women or whatever? And But in my head, I would think or what I would tell the people is, you know, I have to wait for like the judge and jury. Like I'm not that person, even though I knew like that he likely did um that was yeah that was kind of hard yeah. i don't know you got to re- redo the question because i went off on a tangent <laughs> <laughs> so 
what the question was was what were some of the hardest parts going through this situation? Oh yeah. So uh, let's break it down to three parts. When you first found out, what was the hardest part? How did I not see it? It was right in front of me. Okay. Then going through the whole situation, like during the prosecution and him getting prosecuted and all that, what was the hardest part there? Probably um, trying to get back on your feet financially or is there other parts or um, I mean, where was the hardest part there? Yeah, I mean, the financial thing, I feel like that just started like the last couple, four years or something since I've been independent. Um, it's like not letting it be like my badge of honor. I think for so long I let it be like, oh, like that happened to me and that was like our you know, badge, I guess, if you will. And it's like, it, we don't have to carry that anymore. So. Okay. And now that it's. Done. Done and all that. What's the hard? What was the hardest part? After it, after it's all said and done and yeah. he's been put away and you're out on your own. What was the hardest part of that? The therapy or yeah. getting over it or. Dealing yeah. with the kids or trying to get them through it? Or what do you think was the hardest part? I think all in all, it was the hardest part was, um, is the fact that like, we had to, we're like, we just had to keep on. Like we couldn't, we just couldn't stop. So it wasn't like you really had an opportunity to grieve. Like again, when somebody dies, like usually like, you know, they have the bereavement or whatever you have like that time. Sometimes you have like 30 days, 60 days, you don't go to work, you don't go to school or whatever. But like, we didn't have that. Like we literally, it was like, like that. And that, that like sucked. And that was really hard because like, I couldn't even grieve. Like I was sad. Like I laid on the couch for three weeks and like barely moved. Like I couldn't even go to my bedroom because I was so grossed out to go like lay in the bed that he and I laid in like I mean but I had to still like get up and work eventually like that was really really hard and it sucked and it just would be nice if like if if we would have that like time to do that then maybe things could have been a little differently I think I probably would have made some different choices but I was in I was in the frame of mind that I had to like I had no idea how we were going to get food and I had to get on food stamps and I had to you know get us health care and how was I going to do that and it just really sucked was there was there ever a real hard night with the kids the, mm. the flashes back the night where the girls maybe broke down or anthony i remember know, hearing girl. like one time somebody had said that like a friend of mine he had said that his son was in one of my daughter's class and classes and he saw like her on her like with her head down Cause like my kids wanted to go back to school like the next week. And I was like, you guys do not have to, we can just homeschool, whatever. And they wanted to go back to school. And like, I remember hearing that and just thinking like that, like hurt so bad that she was hurting and the kids just, honestly, they, I tried to do therapy with them and like what you get for like a sliding scale was garbage. And so the therapy that my kids got, like none of them ever want to go back to therapy. And I feel bad for that. But Mm. obviously just knowing that like my daughter was like crying at her desk, that like hurt like a lot. 
Yeah. All right. Um, I only have one more question, and I think this has to deal with what you want to kind of do. Um, what would you tell somebody that is going through your situation, what you went through? What What would you tell them? What's the advice that you would give them? I would say, like, take a deep breath. Because <laughs> if you notice, I don't do a whole lot of that. I just, like, go, go, go. Um, I would say just, like, take some time for yourself. Like, not everything has to be done the first month. Things will work out. Like, it'll be okay. Like, and then yeah, this, this doesn't have anything to do with you. Like this, don't, don't wear this. This is not yours to bear. Like this is their situation. This is their thing. You just happen to be somewhat entangled in it. Um, don't look down on yourself because of it. You're still a good person and, um, you didn't do this. You didn't help contribute to this. So don't, don't take ownership of that. That's theirs and theirs alone. And you're going to get through it. Like, I would honestly say, like, the last probably six years or so have been really, really, really good. And so it takes some time. But give yourself time, and I think you're you're going to be really surprised. Like, it does get easier with time. It really does. Okay. Yeah. Roddy, do you have any questions? I mean... You, you had some, some really good questions. I've just been listening this whole time and it's, mm. it's a, it's a rough thing to, to listen to. And you're, I don't know. It, it's, it's a lot for anybody to go through. I can't even imagine like the, the emotions that you guys must have gone through the, just the, the time in your head. Like that, that's mm-hmm. the, the part that would get me. I'm, I'm in my head enough. I can't imagine yeah. uh, something like this happening and, and being stuck with that. Um, but I, I do think that it is good advice, uh, knowing that it's not you because it, right. it, you had nothing to do with this. And right. so like that's, I think, huge for people to, to realize about, about this situation and maybe right. a situation that they might be going through. Um, that maybe just, know that it's not you all the time. Right. Absolutely. Thanks guys. Thank you for, for sharing all this. This has been, obviously it's it's a tough subject to talk about, Like, thank you for talking about it. And I'm, I'm hoping that somebody out there is able to connect and it it helps somebody out there. Cause I think it really could. Yeah. You're not alone, even though you feel like you're alone and you feel like, you know, I don't know. I pray, I hope that like nobody ever has to go through like this. Like you don't wish this on, like honestly on your worst enemy. You don't. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, talking about it too and finding other people that have gone through it, I think help because you feel super alone. It's like a club that you never wanted to join and you Mm -hmm. just wish you can get out of the club. Like this is no, I hate being in this club. Is is there groups for you know, I am not, I've never looked into that. You're so smart. Um, I've never looked into that, but um, honestly, that would be something really good to find out. Like when we were going through it at the very beginning, I reached out and I found a couple other people that had similar situations um, 
to ours. And so, but as far as groups go, that I don't know. And just even finding those kind of people, it's really, it's actually really hard to find people. Like, well, I mean, sure. it's not like you do a Google search, like, oh, looking for another. And I'm sure those people don't want to be found. Right. right to be honest. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But there should be, there should be groups like that, you know, because I think had there been something like that for us, um, that would have been really cool because we did not like, I, I mean, I think it's like, it's the whole five, the, the grieving and yeah. we did not, I don't even know, honestly, if like my kids and I ever did all of the process of it. Like it, hmm. it literally, like we rarely even talk about it. It is like, so like, it's the elephant in the room. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. Man. Maybe I need to look into that. Maybe part of it, it'd be. I, I don't want to ask them, but it'd be interesting to hear. Yeah, from the kids. Yeah, well, Anthony talks to his dad because he also too is you know writing a book yeah. or trying to write a book. So he likes to get information on that. So he would be one that would probably be really interested. But the girls would never talk to you or anybody about it. They just they re- they don't even talk to me about it. They really really don't. So. Good luck getting through to them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Those would be the ones I'd want to get through to. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And then Logan, or, yeah. He was so Logan little. Logan was so little. He, he, was so, he doesn't even remember. Anymore. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Well, we got to get the book out. Yeah. I've got, um, let's see. I would love to have a hundred and, um, let's see. How many words do I need? I think I have 25,000 or 20,000 words now. But I need like 150,000 or something like that. I need a lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't need a lot. I could, it could be done now. I could publish it now. I could just self publish and do it through like Amazon and stuff. But the way I talk is the way I wrote it. So, and I started it, you know, almost 11 years ago. So I'd really like to kind of clean it up and, and things like that. But I still want to help people and get the yeah. word out there and that you're not alone and like, Bad shit happens to people every freaking day. And then it's like, what are you going to do about it? Like, yeah, we got to sulk and we got to cry and we got to be upset for a little bit. But then we just got to roll with the punches and move on. And I think people like you, I think people forget about the families that. Yes. Yes. The perpetrators. Everybody takes care of the victims. but The perpetrators families. Right. Have just as much a hard time and. We won't say and, just as much because well, I don't just, yeah, I don't put I, us I, with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a different kind. Like we are yeah. mourning. We are, and that's hard because you you really do like, you know, my ex husband. He was such but, a good. He was a good dad. He was a great husband, and so, but now I have to like, oh, he was an animal. Like I mean, he wasn't, but yet I can't really say how great he was because like in the same breath, like it's it's just. You know, it's hard, but again, he's my kid's dad. So I don't ever like let them know that the, I mean, it's such a, it's so fucked up. It really, really is. It's cr- it's just it's crazy just, that they don't have kind of some kind of system for yeah. perpetrators you guys, families. the yeah. perpetrator's family yeah. for the therapy. Yes. Oh God. For the therapy Even part. just for the therapy. Just for the therapy part. Yeah. Because alone. A, the wife alone. Yes. It's got to be ridiculous. Yeah. And then the kids. Yeah. As well. I can't yeah. believe they don't have anything for the They kid. don't. It, the one that we did get that was through like our county, it was like a sliding scale. And it was like, I think I had to pay 20 bucks each time. And I would drop my kids off for like an hour. And it was like a Christian based 
thing, which is fine. But what was mad, like my kids would like, they never wanted to go. And then when they did go, they were like, oh, all they ever said is like, what does God like make? And, and like, I think it, it turned them off. And we were like, you know, pretty religious family, like all through like the kids growing up. And, and so hearing like that, like, well, God loves you and all this, like, yes, he does. But like, my kids are pissed. Their dad is gone. Like, it's, let's talk about the situation. Like, let's, you know, and, and yeah. And, and so we didn't, did not get the kind of help that like we really needed. And, um, yeah. And that sucks. So even just like that, like, why don't more therapists like do pro bono for this? Like my old marriage family therapist, she didn't even do pro bono. Like it wasn't until I went on like one of the talk shows and they offered to pay for 10 sessions. And I was like, I would like to see her. She offered it. And I was like, that's like, I mean, seriously, what's a hundred? I mean, seriously, right? you were taking care of us when we were like in, you know, marriage family therapy with you. And like, wouldn't you want to just, you know? Right. Yeah. So. I mean, what's an hour of your time? Write it off as a, a good deed that you did. Right. To help people out. But no. So. Yeah. Anyway, there's there's change definitely that can happen from, from this. So, I don't know. I'm hoping that we can make it happen at some point. Mm-hmm. we got to make it better. It can't get any worse than than what we had. <coughs> no. Definitely. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank now we you need for, to talk puppy dogs and butterflies. Let's yeah. lighten it up. Come on, come on. No sadness. No sadness. We got this. Yeah, this was uh, like yeah. I, like we said in the beginning. This was going to be a different episode than what yeah. we've ever really done. But, but we I, definitely I, hit some emotions. Needed. It was yeah, it was needed and necessary. I'm I'm really glad that you came and, and shared this with us because yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure it's going to help somebody. If I it hope so. even just helps one person, I that's think it. that's that's great. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And if anybody would like to like reach out, you absolutely can. I'm an open book. I will be happy to talk with you or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. How can they reach you? Um, pretty much all social media platforms. Um Carrie Lazarino or Cali Girl on Facebook. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And uh now what we do is what what do you do again? I do hair. You just you work for somebody? I don't. Um, I opened my own. Um, we're gonna just call it a men's hair salon because I'm not bar. I'm not a barber. And yeah. So shop. anyway, she owns a shop. I, owns I a do. I, I do. And that's that's another thing. You know what? That's why again I say I'm a badass because so much had been stripped away from us, and we had to just figure it out, and we lost everything. But. I recently was able to open up my own shop and I'm really, really proud of it. And um, it means so much to me to like, I think during this process, I've never like, I mean, the ex-husband, you know, he was our main source of income. Um, You know, he was just like that support. And so when that is all taken away and you don't know how you're going to feed your family or pay your bills, you realize that you have nobody else but yourself. And so, um, so this was the last step as far as never allowing anybody else to have ownership over my life. And so opening up my shop this last April was the last final step of that. I used to work with um, a person here in town, which was fine and stuff like that. It was a, it was a pretty decent um, situation, but again, it was just one more person that was between me and my financial cap or, or independence. And so I knew I had to branch off and have my own independent freedom. So this was it. So now I am, you know, 
independent and I'm on my own and I absolutely love it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to like be a millionaire. Like I never will be a millionaire doing this, but spreading the story of like, if, if this bad shit can happen to me and then I can recover from it, how the fuck can somebody else not? So you can too. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you want to push? Uh, That's huge. The nah. shop? You no. Push the shop? No, I don't need to push the shop. It's okay. No, okay. I mean, if you look me up, you'll see it. You'll see it, but no. Yeah. Um, there you go. No, because this isn't about the shop. It's just, it's about empowering women. And um, I just, again, if I can do it, I seriously, I was like that person that just, I was happy and content kind of being right by his side, even though I knew I wanted more and I was bored and um, just needing something more. I probably was not going to do it unless I had to push. And uh, three days before he did get picked up, um, I did pray to God that something would happen and wake me up and shake me up. And I wasn't expecting this, but it did. And now I think I'm... he shook you. I think he... <laughs> <laughs> he did something. Yeah. I think he threw you. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, what's yeah. sad is I asked for a cancer scare. I was like, just even something like that. Like, that is so terrible. Like, I prayed and said, right. just nothing bad. Like, not bad. Just, like, scare me a little bit because your life is so great, but you're just... You're just not happy. And then three days later, that happened. So, you know, God works in mysterious ways. And I certainly wasn't expecting that to happen, but um, it did. And we're all better people for it. So anyway, we got this, man. Boom. Yeah, there it is. There you go. Yes. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Justin and Justin. (laughs) Oh, it's like Johnson and Johnson. (laughs) I love it. Blam. Well, I think this is a great episode. Yes, thank you again for coming on. Such a good episode. Thank Um, you. Hit a lot of different emotions throughout the episode, which is which is a good thing. I really enjoyed uh, talking with you, getting to know your story, and getting to know you at the beginning. That was uh, that was really fun. Yeah, that was fun. I still I still don't have a belly laugh um, joke though, or something that made me laugh like uncontrollably. Wasn't that a the thing that you asked? Yeah, and I was like trying to think of it. I don't have anything. Tells you how funny I am, Roddy. No. <laughs> I'll call you at 3 a.m. And then if I think of something, I'll be like, put it in. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Right. Well, Roddy. Yeah. I think it's getting to be that time of the night. What time of the night is that? Dedication time, baby. Ooh, Dedication time. So each episode, we like to dedicate to a, a comedian. Uh, and whenever we have a guest, we want to have that guest dedicate it to their favorite comedian or just a comedian that they would like to dedicate their episode to. So um, is there a comedian that you'd like to dedicate this episode to? Yeah. Um, okay. So the girl that does that, I think it's called like, she does a funny skit, like it's called Bonifa or something like that. Isn't it something like that? But so. Angela Johnson, she is so flipping funny. And um, I think she used to be a cheerleader too. Was it for the Rams? Maybe. I don't know. She was a cheerleader. Oh, I think she was a Raiders. Oh, maybe it was a Raiders. Fan. And I don't think yeah. it was a cheerleader. Okay. I think she was uh, on the dance team. Oh, something like that. Yeah. But so yeah. anyway, she's hilarious. Okay. And um, yeah. You know, you know who we're talking about, right, Roddy? She. Um, uh, her, I don't. Her, her, most, know if I do. her most famous bit is the nail salon bit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. I think I know who you're yep, talking about. Yep. Yeah. So um. She got real famous, and and the only reason I know this is because I saw her on a podcast. She was on a podcast. I can't remember whose, but um, the old Nokia phones. You remember the old Nokia phones? 
Yeah. She got the nail bit became really popular at the mm. time, right at the right time that the Nokia phones were coming out. And she got a contract and that that clip got pre-downloaded into all the phones. What? Wow. Yeah. So anytime anybody bought a cell phone, they saw her skit and boom, she blew up. Dang. And she goes, Dang. This is what really made it hard from what I don't take my word for this if this isn't true, but this is what I kind of remember from the podcast mm-hmm. was she goes, it was awesome and I blew up really fast and I got really big and I got the headline really fast, but that was also my problem. Mm. That mm. that nail salon bit was one of her first bits she ever did. Oh, wow. So how do you top that? She, well, that and she goes, it was awesome, but now I'm headlining and all I've ever done is the nail salon one? Is two minute bits. Is a two minute oh, bit. Yeah. She goes, now I got to go on stage and talk for an hour. Oof. She goes, I've never done more than two minutes. Yeah. Huh. Like she was an yeah. open micer. Yikes. Yeah, it's good to get famous, but you better. You, you got to be, be ready. Yeah. Dang. So, yeah. That's crazy. But she's killing it now, man. She's funny as hell. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. good. Well, maybe she'll reach out. Maybe she'll hear this podcast and she'll be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. so funny. Yeah. I should call her. <laughs> She's like, no, you're stupid. If she if she hears this, do you think she'll buy us a Nokia phone? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the kind with the sliding uh, keypad? Talking about that, I was looking for a charger the other day and – Dad goes, I have every charger you could also ever. And he pulls out this box and he, he had like. The box of chargers? Yeah. <laughs> but he also had every cell phone he's ever had. Oh my God. He doesn't trade them in. He, wow. He had the old brick Nokia phones. He had his first flip phone. I mean, he had them all in there. And I'm like, Dang. dude, you got some money here. I guarantee you there's like some museums that probably would talk to you about Dang. some of this stuff. Yeah. So. And I think he has, uh, I even think he has the old bag phone. You know, remember the old phone that used to come in a bag? Oh, for, those were cool. For a car phone? Oh, I remember yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah. Dang. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, anyways, uh, Angela Johnson, go check her out. Go look at her stuff. She's funny. She's hilarious. I mean, yeah, she is. Yeah, so. Uh, it's always good when we get a female comedian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. All right. Um, anything else you want to push? No. Thank uh, you. Thank you for having for coming on. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, thanks. It only took like five months. <laughs> 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 That's okay. I had to earn my spot, huh? No, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Well, um, you guys can check us out. We're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh Snapchat at the stupidest pod. Uh, we are on TikTok. TikTok. We are on X. We have a huge, huge following on Reddit. I don't know if you know this, but we're no. huge on Reddit. Wow, big yeah, following. It's like it's like next to I'm the billions of people. Shut up. Yeah, we're huge. It's cl- it's. I'm gonna be honest. It is closer to zero, but <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> we might even be off. <laughs> I'm on it now. Wait, I've, I've never been on the Reddit. 
Roddy Roddy started one and then he never followed through with it. Oh really? So, yeah. They 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 might have deleted it. <laughs> oh my god. So uh yeah. Um but you guys can always, always, always go check us out at www.thestupidestpodcast.com. And then uh if you guys have any questions or anything you guys want maybe something we want to hear on the podcast, or maybe you think you could be a good guest on the podcast. Or want to be on the podcast, shoot us a message. We usually answer all the time on our social medias pretty quickly. I mean, otherwise, you guys can reach out to us at the stupidest podcast at gmail.com. Um, another thing is, um, if you go to the website at www.thestupidestpodcast.com, you guys can find uh, our merch. We have merch now on our website. Click on that. There's all kinds of stuff you guys can go buy and all that. And then also on our website, there's a tab called the event page. If you click on the event page, that will tell you every kind of show or thing that we got going on. It's mostly Roddy. Um, but uh, it'll have everything that's coming up that he's been go- he's got going on and all that. He's, he's always updating it and always keeping it fresh. Um, I'm going to give it over to Roddy right now and he'll tell you about what's going on, what's coming up and things that he's got going on and then whatever he wants to add to this. Sweet. Yeah, there's a lot coming up. Um, so we got, uh, Mondays are going to be at the Jade Fountain. Uh, that is the open mic up here in the, the Duluth area. Uh, Tuesday nights we have at the Caddy Shack. Wednesday nights are Superior Tavern. Thursday and Friday night we have open mic at Dublin's and then Saturdays we have our pro shows at Dublin's. Um, I will actually be hosting the pro show at Dublin's on the first Saturday of February, which is going to be February 3rd. Um, otherwise, I will also be doing a show February 10th in Cromwell. Um, I am going to be posting jokes on my TikTok if you guys are interested in looking at those. Uh, if you guys have not seen any of my comedy and would like to, uh, check out my TikTok. Um, I'll be doing Roddy's po- uh, Roddy's joke of the day every other day-ish. Um, so I'll be posting hopefully every day or every other day or of the that sort. We should we should see <laughs> if we can get that uh, connected to the website somehow. Um, so I I don't know exactly. I don't think I'm going to be able to. I think what we would have to do is share it on our Facebook. Um, cause I don't think you can really do much more than just share the link. Yeah. Th- th- there should be a link that should go to your web, your homepage on your TikTok, though. We'll see. Yeah. If we can make it work, we'll, we'll make it work. So, so that when they come to, um, so that when they go like onto our website and they click under Roddy, you could put it under there and they can go right to your TikTok page. Okay. Yeah. I can maybe make that work somehow. I'll figure it out. I mean, just to give more people remote ways to get to you. Exactly. Otherwise, if you you just go to TikTok, um, I'm just, uh, it's just uh, Justin, uh, Roddy Rodemacher, um, and then you'll find me that way. Yep. And we'll share, we'll share it to the the Facebook page and Instagram page too. So. Yeah, it was was tougher on Instagram, um, but we'll definitely put it on the Facebook. It's really hard on Instagram. I don't know why those two don't connect, but. I think you can just to, put was, it on the stories. I was trying to do it on my yeah, I was trying to do it on my Instagram and it wouldn't work, so that's why. I, I think you can add it to your stories on Instagram, but I don't know. I have to play with it a little bit more. So yeah, the same. So, but 
Well, sweet. Otherwise, uh, yeah, if you guys are interested in anything uh, live comedy up here in the Twin Ports area, again, just look up Twin Ports Comedy. Everything is going to be on there as well. Um, like Vandy said, I do try to update that that events page as often as I can. Um, however, if I don't get it updated, that link at the bottom to Twin Ports Comedy will have everything that I don't have. So Very good. All right, Roddy. I think this is a great episode, awesome, man. Yeah, great episode. Uh, thanks again, uh, Carrie, for being on. This Absolutely. was uh, a good episode. I hope uh, you had as much fun as we did. Um, thanks for having know me. You. It was it was really cool. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to getting to mess with that beard of yours. Gonna make it look oh, yeah, yeah. real. You nice. are. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna be the next one to professionally do my beard. I'm, I hope I'll, so. I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll give it to you. All right. Thank you. I'm gonna hold you to that, man. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so. All right, buddy. Awesome. Well, all right. Well, it was good talking with you guys. I uh, hope you guys had uh, had fun on this one. Um, obviously, we had a uh, little bit of everything here tonight. So, yeah. Love you, buddy. Love you too. Uh, otherwise, until next time, have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Mm-hmm.